This is Maze with Grieving a Child Podcast. We have Roxy with us today, and she's going to tell the story about her child. Go ahead, Roxy. My name is Roxy Kaminsky, and my son, Mike Kaminsky, was 43 when he passed of pancreatic cancer in 2018. Excuse me, 2019. He was diagnosed in September 22nd of 2018. He was jaundiced and went to the hospital and they did a series of tests and um, told him that he had pancreatic cancer and needed to put um, some tubes into his um bile ducts so that it would relieve him and be able to not be as jaundiced. And um, the first surgeon that worked on him told me that he was unable to insert the tubes because they were so blocked. Um, And that had Mike been referred to the GI specialist sooner, they could have taken out the cancer and before it spread to the um, to his liver and bile ducts which of course made me so sad um, and angry at the same time because um, it's like okay you're telling me that this could have been prevented and it has already spread so far. So now my job is to deal with the information at hand and put the other aside until a later time when I can really deal with that. So I needed to be strong for him. And um, I have five children he is the middle child Um, and I have three daughters and two sons it really doesn't make it any different because all five of them are invaluable as you all know who is grieving a child so um, we gathered everyone around and he was in the Huntley Hospital in Woodstock, or in Huntley, Illinois. And um, my children, my other children, immediately got on the phone to specialists at Madison Hospital where he was received as a patient. And he received treatment from September until he passed on Mother's Day, May 12th of 2019. Um, what I can tell you is I have never experienced such courageous, uh, such a courageous journey as I watched him go through his treatments. He never complained. He never, uh, asked why me. I'm sure those 
um, questions went through his head. But what he did is try to make it easier for everyone around him so that we would not be sad. He um, <clears throat> had a wonderful sense of humor. Incredible. Um, probably one of the funniest people I've ever met. And he used that uh, all the way through his treatments. I think it helped him to make everyone else comfortable, which made him comfortable. Um, I'm telling you, we were blessed to be at the Madison Cancer Treatment Center uh, in University of Madison, Wisconsin Hospital. It was, the staff there were amazing. They couldn't have treated him better, treated us better. Um, so we felt like we were in really good hands. He always had a positive uh, perspective. Um, Mike had been married and uh, was divorced and had two children. Uh, Henry was seven and his, his daughter Dagny was five, maybe four when he was first diagnosed. And um, it was so difficult because that was his number one, you know, reason for living in life were his two children. He was probably the best father that I know in far, as far as uh, showing his children love and uh, just being around them made them, you know, just laugh and enjoy his company and know that he loved them beyond words. Um, <clears throat> How old were the children when they passed? When he passed? They were, let's see, um, they must have been four and seven when he passed. So they were six and three when he was diagnosed. Um, and Dagny really didn't understand. She was just much too young. Mm -hmm. um, Henry, um, his mom immediately put him into counseling, interviewed some counselors, and he was seen weekly by a counselor, which has helped him tremendously. He's just now, um, you know, starting to phase out of the counseling. He went every week and then went, after a long period of time, he went like once a month. And um, he talks about his dad all the time. Dagny, on the other hand, we uh, made picture books of Mike and Dagny together. And she looks at them before she goes to sleep every night for about 15 minutes. And so she talks about him now and she's in counseling. So I feel blessed that the children, one, will uh, remember him. 
And of course, with the aunts and uncles surrounding Henry and Dagny, they will remind the children of him as well. Um, <clears throat> I think that's, that's beautiful. beautiful. You have the children, the children to, to to talk, talk with, with, you know, for the rest of your life, because we'll be grieving our children for the rest of our life, and they live on through us, right? You know, we didn't stop talking about them when they're alive, so. Yes. I think that's a blessing that, you know, you have people to talk and, and share with, you know? It is a blessing. And the other blessing is that his former wife is very on board with having us have the children whenever we want them and works with our schedule and we work with hers so that they can join um my other son's two children who are very close in age to them. So the four of them are like a little posse <laughs> when they get together for weekends of play and overnight. And that's a blessing. Um, Henry, Mike's oldest son, who is now nine, um, is looks like him, talks as fast as Mike did, um, is an animal lover, watches shows on animals, and can recite the entire, you know, story of an animal's upbringing and what they eat, and that's just Mike all over again. So it's just so incredible to uh, embrace that part of his children, uh, knowing that he would do the same thing. So you um, find it comforting. I mean, I'm sure you've, you, it's mixed, right? There's a pain in there, right? And there's also a comfort. Yes. When Mike first passed, well, I also have to tell you, every doctor that treated him and every nurse and every technician that came in, he remembered their names and would thank them on the way out of his hospital room. And to me, that's amazing. At the end of every day, when we were together, he um, would give me a kiss on the cheek, give me a hug and say, thanks for being with me today, mom. I will treasure that um, always. Um, and That's his incredible. courageous journey is what I channel every day because when he first passed, I was so numb. I had a difficult time remembering things. I had a difficult time um, just getting through each day. And one of the things I found that helped me is um, I went to a medium that is was highly recommended to me and she channeled my son, Mike, through Archangel Michael. And he told me things that only he would know that I would know. And that has been a blessing for me to hear his answers. Like one of the questions I asked the medium is, did you know you were going to pass during your eight months of cancer treatments? And his response was, it was always in the back of my mind but front and center was, I was going to be the miracle. I was going to make it through my 
through my treatments up until the very last. He said, even when I was recommended into hospice care because my body was giving out, he said, I told the doctors and I personally was there when he said it. He said, I understand what you're talking about with hospice care because my mom worked for hospice. But what I'm going to tell you is I'm going to be the miracle. He was in the hospice for seven days. The day he went in hospice, the very next day, he was unconscious and um, never regained consciousness again. But we stayed with him night and day for seven days until he took his last breath. And we continued to talk with him. We, um, we laughed with him. We remembered stories that he made us laugh. Um, and I asked him if he waited until Mother's Day to pass, and he said yes. I knew that would be a special time for you because we had such a close relationship. And so for me, it it's the honor of being his mother mm-hmm. that when he passed on Mother's Day, that's what I remember. Is It's an honor to be a mother of our children. Absolutely. And I will always carry that honor with me. Um, that sounds, sounds amazing. amazing. Yeah, he, he was. Um, he you know, found the best in people. My children and I and his father all spoke at his celebration of life service and each one of us talked about the special qualities he had. And my son Nick said, Mike found the best in everybody and let the rest go. He also made everyone laugh, which was a really special quality because just getting to know someone, he would start to tease them immediately and make them laugh and make them feel like an old friend. And that truly is a gift. Absolutely. So, you know, yeah. your story earlier, you talked about how he would comfort everybody around him in the hospital, right? Yes. And that reminded me of being a grieving mother, you know, that first year of almost comforting others when you would tell them about the loss they would be oh I'm so sorry and as grieving parents we almost comfort others right 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 I have learned so much from other grieving parents and it's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this recording um because if anyone can learn one thing from my message it is to cherish the time we had with them and know that they would not want us to be sad for the rest of our lives. Yes, we're going to grieve, but you can grieve and love at the same time and carry that with us um, so that we're not sad all the time. He would not want that for me. I would not want it for him if I was the one who left. And, and that has helped me to know every day I think of something that he said that makes me smile. Um, when all of our family is together, we continually mention things that he would say to make us laugh. 
and it feels like he's with us. And that's how we keep him alive. Um, and it's the same thing with his children. Um, his kids will say, Daddy would always say, you know, whatever it is. And it's like, what a beautiful gift they have as well. That is beautiful and very powerful. I love that that's the reason you came on to this podcast is to share that message. Thank you for sharing your son's story. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we end our podcast? The only other thing that has helped me is um, to one of the counselors I went to told me to write my anger or my sadness, write one statement seven times 70. And I know that sounds like a lot, but it's 35 times in the morning, 35 times at night, seven days in a row. And it helped me get over the anger at the physician who did not, um, who did not, you know, ask him to go for a second opinion to a GI specialist who would have caught the cancer sooner. And that helped me get over the anger so that I could get back to the love. I, I It's always going back to the love because that's who he was. Um, Absolutely, Roxy. Roxy, that's, that's an incredible tool is to write things out. The anger, the love. So thank you for that powerful tool to share with other grieving parents. Well, thank you for what you do with all of us because that's how we get through this, is together. We help each other through this process. Absolutely. I find grieving mothers can stay, they have the stamina, I guess is the yes. best way of explaining it. Yes. Um, and can be with us till the very end, you know, and they're, there's just this you know the club you never wanted to be in but this bond you can just be with each other and be so raw you know everybody asks how's the podcast go you know what do we need to do and I said just be you just be raw just be the space that's um, natural and it's perfect that way you know because we can just hear each other's souls our broken heart I would say my broken heart to your broken heart Lexi yes yeah. And um, and mine to yours because um, you're right. That's we understand each other's journey, and um, it helps us to get through that we are not alone, and we'll walk this road together, and one day at a time, and that's how we get through. Beautiful. Well, thank you for being raw with us and sharing such a beautiful son with us and um, I do do a, a show or a thing on Clubhouse it's called where we come together for online support and I would love if you ever get a chance to come to Clubhouse and um, support each other so it's an online support group with the COVID everything shut down and um, I'm trying to find a way we can still meet with each other so. I would love that well thank you for your time and you have a good evening and you too thank beautiful you beautiful story what you do 
Oh, thanks, Roxy. Bye-bye now. Bye now. <laughs>